We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the DFS OG's podcast right here on rotogrinders.com. Back as always with my boys, Head Chopper and Notorious to break down the week 13 main slate, giving you picks and value plays. We'll cover all the games against the spread, the totals, try to give you all the information you need for a successful week 13. Let me bring in my boys here, the Chop Man, Notorious Chop. How we doing, brother? Doing good, doing good. Getting ready for a, if, well, just a full week of football action, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's busy out there, no doubt. Thanksgiving is in our rear view, and now we turn to the main slide. I know you got college uh, all weekend long as well. Notorious, I know you're cranking out. NBA, golf, a lot going on. How you doing, brother? Yeah, doing good. I have like a six-week break from golf, so uh, looking forward to that. NFL, it was uh, okay last week, week 12. Um, had a pretty good team other than Julio. I needed a decent game out of him, and he just uh, couldn't come through. Got hurt late in the game, couldn't even lift his shoulder. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I guess uh, this is after Thanksgiving, so I guess you guys already know if he's playing on Thursday or not. Yep, same. Uh, Julio was a disappointment. I had a pretty good week, though. A lot of, lot of Derrick Henry. I, I was heavy on the Jets. Had a really good lineup. Unfortunately, uh, Jamison Crowder and Tyrell Williams did not uh, pull their weight, or it would have been a, a very good week. But all in all, solid weeks. Solid week. So let's keep the momentum going here, guys. Uh, week 13 main slate here on DraftKings FanDuel. Let's start. First game, Tennessee and Indianapolis here. Uh, interesting divisional game. Speaking of Derrick Henry here, Derek, do we go back to the well? Not as easy of a matchup. Uh, your Jags have not been good against the run. This, this is a, a much stiffer test. The price has gone up on them. But we know big, big numbers last week. People want to go back to a guy like that. So, Derek Henry, thoughts there? The passing game, Tannehill's been very productive here. Maybe that's the route we go. And then are you a believer in Jonathan Williams? Looked good last week. Uh, can we go back to that well? 
Yeah, start with the Titans. Um, it's hard to believe, but Tannehill over the last four or five weeks uh, is like second only to Lamar Jackson in terms of fantasy points scored. So he's been playing really well, coming off of another 33 fantasy point outing last week against the Jaguars. Pretty good matchup uh, this week against the Colts. I know they don't like uh, they don't let you beat them deep, but um, should have some opportunities here. It's indoors, so you don't have to worry about the weather. Um, as far as Derrick Henry goes, I mean, he's priced up. And it's hard for me to believe that, you know, the time of year necessarily correlates to fantasy production. But every single November and December, he just comes alive. And, you know, maybe it's the weather. But at the same time, usually Tennessee has decent weather this time of year. So I don't know what it is. Maybe he just, you know, gets into his best shape late in the season. But uh, it's hard to go away from him in tournaments. I don't think you can, you know, look at him in cash games necessarily at this price point because he's still not uh, too heavily involved in the passing game. But I think you can look at him in tournaments. Um, he does have that slate-breaking upside that you're always looking for. As far as the receivers, it's just hard to bet on any of them. I mean, Brown, Davis, they're both decent plays at their respective price points, but not really anybody that I'm forcing in there. And then for the Colts, uh, you know, Brissett's game manager. I think he's, you know, a fine cash game option. The way to beat the Titans is definitely through the air rather than on the ground, although Fournette did have a pretty nice game against them last week. Uh, Jonathan Williams is interesting. You know, I saw 27 touches with Mac out, uh, played on 67% of the snaps. So it looks like he's got the job for the time being. Doesn't look like Wilkins is going to be too involved. Um, so I don't hate uh, Williams at 5,300. And then T.Y. Hilton at home is always viable. And with Eric Ebron out, I do think that opens up some more targets for Jack Doyle. Only 3,300 on DraftKings. I think he'll probably be one of the popular punt plays at the position. All right, Chop, what do you got here? Titans and Colts. Uh, let me see. Titans, Colts. So I, I'm, I think I agree with a lot of what uh, Notorious said. Derrick Henry, I would say uh, a lot of his, like, strength at the end of the year comes from, first off, uh, you know, these defenses have, by now, they're, they've had a grinding three months, and now we're getting later, and they're getting more fatigued, and this guy, man, this guy's a monster, so he's all, he's a physical specimen out there, that's hard to tackle. Now, now you get to a point of the year where a lot of these defenses know that, well, we're not going to the playoffs, or, or we're not that good, and then, so you already have a little bit of tough time going out there, and now you got to tackle this guy. Yeah, we're not even going anywhere, and you want me to tackle this guy? Like, I don't know, man. I think that's what kind of happens. But he definitely kicks it up another notch here in December. So keep rolling with him, man. Why not? I've seen enough of him to know that, you know, he's got that big game upside. So roll him out there. I just can't trust their passing game very much with, uh, with the way they play offense. So it's just Derrick Henry on that side of the ball. And then on the flip side over there, this Tennessee defense is playing really well lately, so I had to have a hard time forcing a bunch of these Colts in there. But, yikes, man. I, you know, I don't think Williams repeats that performance from last week. And maybe it's a T.Y. week. So, I mean, been kind of waiting on him to – maybe he feels a little bit better than he did last week. And if he gets a little bit healthier, he's back at home. We always like him at home. Maybe it's a T.Y. week. But, yeah, other than Derrick Henry, there's nothing that jumps out on this game for me. Yeah, I'm pretty much with you. Not not the most exciting game here. I, I do like some A.J. Brown's been really coming on. Tannehill been playing well. But uh, all in all, I think this is more of a fade. Let's take a look at the line. Two and a half for the Colts. 43 and a half in the total, Chuck. Give me – boy, that's a tough one. Two and a half. I think people would be leaning Tennessee, so I'll change it up and go the Colts at home. There you go. Flipping the script. Derek, what do you got? Yeah, I like the Titans to put up some points here, and I think it's going to be a close game. So I'll take the over. 
I am with you in the over. Uh, spread, I'm not sure. I think either team can win this game. Uh, should be a good battle, close game, but uh, I think there will be some points here. So give me the over as well. All right, next game, got the red hot New York Jets uh, going into Cincinnati. Speaking of red, Andy Dalton back in that lineup there. Hello. So uh, <laughs> does that help this team? Obviously, Ryan Finley been terrible, but uh, going back to Andy Dalton, are we higher on the Cincinnati guys here and then the Jets? Hard to argue with Sam Darnold. Production's been there. Uh, I think it's another week you can play some Sam Darnold uh, as a Valley quarterback. Yeah, I mean, after getting benched, Dalton's going to come out and try to win some games so that they can't uh, have that number one overall pick. Uh, you got to think he's uh, not too happy right now. 4700 that's certainly cheap for a guy that you know is a capable NFL quarterback. Pretty decent matchup against the Jets. are much better against the run than they are against the pass. So I do think he's a viable punt play quarterback. Uh, I think it's definitely a boost to his pass catchers as well. As well, Tyler Boyd, 5,500. Auden Tate, only 3,800. Uh, that's certainly interesting. Um, Got to wait and see on A.J. Green. I don't think he's going to play, but uh, you never know at this point. Probably won't be messing with the running backs, though. The Jets have just been so good against the run that hard to trust Mixon uh, at that price point. And then for the Jets, yeah, everyone's kind of priced up a little bit. You know, Darnold over 6K. Didn't think we'd see that again this season. But it's a great matchup. The Bengals, 31st in DVOA against the pass, 25th in DVOA against the run. That's a good spot for Le'Veon Bell once again, although he has only played 55 and 57% of the snaps the last two weeks. I still think he can get it done uh, playing around 55 to 60% of the snaps, but it's worth pointing out because he is priced up. And then for the receivers, I like Robbie Anderson. I think he can beat him deep in this one. I know Crowder and Thomas have been more productive you know, on a week-to-week basis, but I continue to chase the upside for uh, Anderson, and eventually it'll pay off. Not last week for Crowder. The, the week I jump on him and I stack him, and he, uh, he, he shits the bed. So I agree with you, though. I think the Jets' uh, passing game uh, in play here. I think Le'Veon Bell uh, back in play. So I really like the Jets' side of things. Chop, what do you got here, Jets and Bengals? Yeah, the Jets, the passing game, just like you guys said, they're fine. Uh, on the other side there, Cincinnati, the first thing I, first thing that popped into my head when I heard Andy Dalton is back to starting, the first thing I thought was, okay, now I can play Tyler Boyd again because uh, he's looked – he's had some great matchups these last – or for a few weeks with, with Finley as his QB, and he, and he couldn't take advantage of any of it because the quarterback play was so bad. So I think I can go back to Tyler Boyd here. I think he's actually one of my favorite wide receivers this week on that side of the ball. And, yeah, I'm with you. Just uh, I think it's a good I think it's a good pass-heavy game here for both teams. So I, I think the passing games are perfectly on point for, for DFS. All right, we got Jets uh, road favorites here, minus 3.5, uh, 41.5 is where that total sits, Chop. Well, sometimes your DFS uh, DFS research leads you to a good a good you know side of that game. So I like the passing games. I think there's some points scored. So I'm gonna take the over here and in, in on the on the point spread. I am as well. I think it's Finley. You're probably going under the 41 and a half. I think you could see a similar to what the Jets had last week. Uh, kind of win handily here, but I think Dalton back in there, probably realizing you know his job's on the line, career maybe on the line. Uh, uh, maybe we get a spirited effort here from Cincinnati. So I'll go the over as well. Derek, what do you got? Yeah, I'll go the over and I'll parlay it with Cincinnati. Um, whether you want to do money line or the points, uh, I think Ooh. they're in a pretty good spot. The All Jets. The, calling the W. They lost to Miami for their first uh, win in the season too, right? I believe so, yeah. Jets, has, it's so. been a weird season for the Jets, <laughs> no doubt. So I like that call, but all three of us on the over there. All right, next game. 
Hey, another another somewhat of a dud here, at least on one side. Washington and Carolina. Uh, Haskins, uh, boy, is out there taking selfies. You guys see that? Uh, was was yeah. not even available for the last snap. So that was terrible. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what's more terrible is how do the Lions lose to the Redskins? I mean, that that that's terrible. But game here for Carolina. I think it's what do you want to do with Carolina? Chop. Obviously, McCaffrey in play. Back at 10,500, DJ Moore has been outstanding here over the last couple weeks. Kyle Allen came back to life. How about Curtis Samuel, Greg Olson, some of these other guys? Can we go there? Is it an onslaught spot here? And Washington pretty much a fade for me. I I don't see anything worth playing on that side. Yeah, I definitely think it's an onslaught right here. Washington, uh, the stat I read yesterday about the touchdowns on offense that they scored per game. Over the last like seven weeks, just it's sick, man. There's just they just they don't score offensive touchdowns. If you can't get in the end zone, I have no interest in you for DFS. So that's a full fade for me in Carolina. I'm, uh, man, Whew, the only I mean, 10 5 is a big number for a running back. And the guy fell into the end zone last week, I think three times once on a pass, and I think he got in twice rushing. And he still barely, barely even made you feel comfortable with that big salary. So that's just tough to pay off and, and exceed your expectations with that kind of salary. So I wouldn't blame somebody if they wanted to fade him. Not at all. It's a big salary. You can do that. So DJ Moore's coming around. The secondary for Washington's falling apart. You know, they're a healthy scratching Josh Norman, their big, big free agent acquisition here a couple years ago and he's not even he's a healthy scratch these days so basically so uh yeah hey, dj josh Moore norman looks, revenge game here chop uh josh norman might not even be playing this week <laughs> i think they've had enough of that so even i mean and please please by all oh, man if josh norman plays in this game dj Moore's a lock button for him this guy is he's terrible these days so i kind of like the passing game here specifically dj Moore. Yeah, I think more is interesting. A lot of people are going to go to McCaffrey, and it's always the question, is there enough value on the slate? I think is the big answer. But uh, Washington giving up a ton of production to the running back position, uh, receiving yards. I mean, they're amongst the worst in the league. Uh, Carolina at home. I think the only worry, Derek, is does Carolina take their foot off the gas? If they get up big, uh, maybe they put McCaffrey in some bubble wrap. But guys playing 100% of the snaps, so you know maybe that's a, a, a bad way to look at it. But what do you think here? Caffrey, Moore, all the above? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of tough to not play a guy because of a blowout just because if, even if it does turn into a blowout, you got to think he, you know, plays well while he's on the field anyway. But, yeah, for me, like you said, I think it just comes down to the value that you can build around him. Um, if you can build a pretty good team, I don't see a reason to fade him. I know he scored those touchdowns last week against New Orleans, but the week before he had 33 without a touchdown. So I think he can get the job done multiple ways. Um, I'm fine going back to DJ Moore. He's definitely the wide receiver one in this offense. Um, But those two would be the only two I would look at over here. I don't really think they're going to air it out a ton since they will be playing with the lead. And then uh, the Redskins complete fade for me. And, you know, Haskins, it'd be one thing if he had a big game and was taking selfies, but 45% completion rate, 155 yards, two turnovers, no touchdowns. And he's over there taking selfies instead of unbelievable. Instead of being on the field kneeling down uh, to win the game. So, uh, yeah, pretty crazy. But uh, full fade for me on Washington. I think the Panthers' defense, you can load up on them. Yeah, just, I mean, I get it. You're excited. You won a game, but uh, act like you've been there before. I mean, if you've been playing football, uh, this isn't your first football game. So, this was totally shocked by that. But 
All right, let's take a look at the betting market. Minus nine and a half here for Carolina. A low total here, 40 and a half there. Ooh, nine and a half hammer Carolina. Yep, I'm with you. I think it's all Carolina. I think that should be like 12, 13, and may get to that point here by the time we get to Sunday. So uh, I would jump in now while it's under 10. Chop, what do you got? Yeah, that was going to be my my pick, right? Carolina, yeah, that's just uh, – Washington can't score these days, so get on Carolina. Yeah, I mean, it feels like Cleveland against Miami. Uh, I know Miami pulled closer, but I think this one is just Carolina's going to be able to do whatever they want uh, in this game against Washington. All right, next one. Game of the year, baby. San Francisco and Baltimore. So, Lamar Jackson, obviously the MVP frontrunner. Coming off that big Monday night game, just did whatever he wanted. Looked great against the Rams. The Niners' statement win at home over my Green Bay Packers looked dominant defensively, offensively. Chop, this one looks like a lot of fun to watch as a football fan. I think Lamar's in play. Uh, Are there any more plays in this game? Uh, Kittle had the big game, obviously, but maybe this is one of the, the better games to watch and not play DFS, or are there more plays here than maybe I'm seeing at first look here? No, I agree with you that that statement right there, it's probably looks like a better game to watch than it is to play in DFS. I'll say this, I call me like, I'm not old school, but whatever it is, I guess old man, but I'd rather, uh, I, I like to see like a Super Bowl matchup when the Super Bowl teams meet. I want to see that that be for the first time. So if these two teams meet again in the Super Bowl, I don't want them to have already faced this year. I don't know why. I know that you can't really determine that or get, get around that, but if these two teams squared off in the Super Bowl, I'd want it to be for the first time, but we got we to gotta do it during a regular season. So That's, a, that's an old man undertake there. Yeah, there's something like that. I don't, know what, I don't know what that is. Maybe that's just some OCD kicking in for some – I don't know, but I uh, – yeah, for DFS, man, I don't – Lamar is great, but uh, do I really want to pay top dollar? I don't want to pay – I don't want to play anybody against San Fran. I don't want to pay top dollar for anybody against San Fran for sure, no matter how good you are, so – I don't want to go Baltimore and then Frisco on the other side. The Baltimore defense is playing really good lately, and Frisco's not exactly the most exciting thing. I think I would imagine they try to either put their head down and run over them with Coleman, and, and if Brieta's healthy, Brieta, or, uh, or try to get some action going to Kittle. But either way, I don't think they're all that successful in Baltimore. So it's not a good DFS game for me. Let's be honest, guys. I'll, I'll scratch it off. I hate to do that to the people. The people want picks, but sometimes you just got to pass on a game. And sometimes you don't force everything and spread yourself too thin and try to cover every base as well. So I, I'm of the same viewpoint here is I, I just don't see – I mean, Lamar is always in play. You want to go there? I'm never going to talk out of Lamar the way this guy's playing. And uh, San Francisco probably the best top three defense at least uh, in the league. So I, I'm just staying away from this one as of now. Maybe that changes. But, uh, Derek, your thoughts here. Are there more plays than, than we're seeing here on the surface? No, I'm with you guys. Uh, since trading for Marcus Peters, uh, getting Jimmy Smith back, uh, Baltimore, probably the best secondary in the NFL. They held uh, the Patriots uh, to like 13 points until a late touchdown. They held the Texans to seven points, and they held the Rams last week to six points. So uh, this is a really good defense. They're tough. Uh, you know, they've gotten much better against the run over the last few weeks as well. So no interest on the Niners side. And then Look, I won't talk anyone out of playing Lamar Jackson. He scored 36, 26, 29, 33, 33, and 36 fantasy points over his last six games. So he could easily get the job done again. But if you're paying all the way up for a quarterback, I'll just take Mahomes in a better matchup. And 
that's pretty much how I see this game breaking down. I, I'll watch it, but I won't be targeting it. Yeah, I mean, both of these teams want to run the ball, and you're talking about two top ten defenses versus the run. Uh, both of these teams are very tight end base. Two top five teams against tight ends so far this season. So I just don't see it. Uh, and the total a little bit higher than I thought it would be, Derek, 45 and a half. Baltimore minus five and a half. Any strong leans in either of those? Hmm. Yeah, I think I'll just take Baltimore. They're just they're crushing teams right now. I'm not a big believer in Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's fine, but I don't think he's as good as he gets credit for. So I'll take Baltimore. Derek, we were on the same page this week, my man. I'm going Baltimore as well. <laughs> I mean, I think it's going to force Jimmy Garoppolo to do something. I don't think that's what the 49ers want, but that's what's going to happen. And I just don't see him being productive on the road, hostile environment uh, against this defense. So I think we start to see – Maybe some, some kinks in the armor here of the, of the Niners, uh, especially offensively, and I think Baltimore continues to roll. So give me the Ravens. Chop, what do you got? Well, uh, I'm, I'd be a little worried that neither one of these teams, especially San Fran, doesn't want to tip their hand just in case they do meet this team in the Super Bowl. So they don't want to like, oh, well, here's our strategy for Lamar. And we're going to shut him down doing this. But they won't show it this week because, well, why would you? If you think you may, may play him in January or February in the Super Bowl. So I'm a little worried there. But I'm going to go with what I think is going to happen. I think it- All right. Under, old man under for chops. Surprise, surprise. Love it, though. I, I think this could be a, a defensive game. So moving on. Next game for us. Two Florida teams here. Tampa Bay and Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville, a tough spot there, Derek. Uh, Derrick Henry ran all over them. Tampa Bay coming to town. A very nice game for them uh, uh, last week. Rub it so, in on him. Rub it in on him, oh, I got to, man. I, I can't, was, my team's up next, so he'll have his chance to retort <laughs> here. So i got to get him in while I can. But uh, I think a, a, an interesting game here. I, a very, very interested in this game. I think there's a lot of different plays. But I'll, I'll throw it to you guys, Derek. Let's go to you. Any retort here on your Jags. But is this a spot that you want to load up in that passing game? We know Tampa Bay's been bad. DJ Chark, Conley, Westbrook, I think even Foles may be in play. What do you got here for your Jags? See, here's a little life hack. You just target guys uh, against your favorite team. That way, no matter what happens, you're kind of happy. I had Henry last week and was cheering for him to go off against the Jags. So, um, yeah, it was pretty bad, but they have uh, the worst defense, according to DVOA, against the run. So, uh, it should be interesting this week since we know Tampa Bay wants to air it out. Um, Ronald Jones maxes out around 50% in the snaps, so it's hard to trust him. But he's at least worth a look in tournaments. We've seen him have a couple of big games this season. Uh, Godwin coming off that huge game kind of makes me want to go back to Evans, especially since he's $800 cheaper. Uh, but I don't really know what to do with Tampa Bay. I just don't really feel great. I think the Jaguars' defense is interesting. Winston just continues to turn the ball over, so – I don't mind looking to them. And then, yeah, for Jacksonville, it's pretty simple. Uh, Buccaneers, number one in DVA against the run, 25th against the pass. They've been the biggest pass funnel defense in the NFL this season. So uh, I'll be going to Nick Foles, 5,700, like that price point. Love Chark, love Westbrook, uh, and I'll be t- attacking it that way. I do think Fournette's okay uh, since he does do you know a lot of pass catching out of the backfield. But 7,500, this kind of feels like the spot for me to hop off. All right, Chop, one question for you. Is it BDN season for you here in week 13? Uh, you know what? Why not? Well, I mean, why not? Sure, I, I'll go for that. I can go for that. You, you you sold me on it already. Uh, I think this game has a chance to put up some points. So, if you no know, for no other reason than Tampa Bay just does that with all their opponents, they're just uh that bad back end on that defense, and 
Jacksonville's got the weapons, so let's start off with Jacksonville. Yeah, I think that, I think all those guys are in play. I think the one big fade for me would probably be Fournette, just because. I mean, I may, he may get the work in the passing game, but they definitely Tampa Bay definitely tries to bottle up running backs enough that I don't have to have Fournette at seventy five hundred. Is that DraftKings or Fanduel? I need to check my prices. So DraftKings Fournette so. seventy five on DraftKings. All right, that's a that's a big number right there for a guy who I think has a tough matchup this week. I like the passing game, full shark, even throw sprinkling in Westbrook. Why not? On the flip side, it's going to be up to Tampa to keep this thing close to keep Jacksonville passing. So. I'll, I'll, you know, you can always – I've seen enough of Jameis this year. It doesn't matter the matchup. If he if he's hot, he's hot. We can run him out there with his two wide receivers, pick one. It's a coin flip as to which one's going to have a monster game. I think all but one or maybe two games this year, one of them had a game – a slate-breaking performance. So just pick one. Put one of those guys on every single lineup, and, and you'll be all right. So I like the passing games here. I mean, if you want to take a shot on the matchup with, with Ronald Jones, go for it. But he hasn't shown me enough on the ground to tell me that, that's the mat, that they're going to take advantage of it with Ronald Jones. He's more of a pass catcher kind of guy. So I don't know if I want to play the matchup here with Ronald. I'd like the passing games more. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I mean, I'd love to play Ronald Jones here after seeing running teams just dominating Jacksonville. But they continue to give work to Peyton Barber. I mean, he's not going away. 11 carries last week. So – I'm more at the passing game as well. Evans down to 6,900, so uh, you're getting him at a discount. Godwin, the price is up, but hard to argue with the production. And then Jacksonville, I think it's you could take a shot on any of those pass catchers. I think Chark uh, bounces back in a big way. So my turn to take the L here. Oh, first we gotta we gotta we gotta put a, a spread bet in before we get to my <laughs> Packers here. I almost jumped ahead of myself, but uh, we got minus one and a half for Jacksonville. Chop 48 and a half. A pretty high total here. Yeah, I, I think I've got to go the over here. If I'm feeling, I'm feeling some some passing coming on. I got to go against you, Derek. I got to go with Tampa. Uh, I just think they're the better team here, so I'll take the one and a half, uh, maybe even a little money line here on the Bucks. I'm gonna pull a chop and abstain from this game. <laughs> well played. Well played. All right, now I can take the L. Green Bay. Hey, uh, not good uh, in San Francisco, obviously. Just a, a total debacle there. We're totally dominated on both sides of the ball now. Hopefully uh, get to rebound here, but on the road again in New York, Chop. So uh, ideally a good spot. I, I think Devontae Adams uh, was about the only guy that was productive there. I think you can go back to him. Uh, maybe go back to Samarin Jones here on the Green Bay side. The Giants, the big question, is Saquon get it going here? A, a, a great matchup here. I liked him last week, uh, was close, uh, almost had a long touchdown. Do we go to Saquon Barkley here? Price is down, matchup uh, maybe about as good as it gets right now. Well, for Green Bay, I'll start there. And uh, I think it's uh, – yeah, I think Green Bay is an interesting team this week with this good matchup. They're interesting because they're so concentrated in, in their touches here. You know, Aaron Rodgers is going to just throw to Devontae all day long. We don't see hardly any of Allison, Lazard, Scanley. Like, those guys are almost non-existent. So he's going to target Adams a ton. And he's also going to target Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams out of the backfield. Aaron Jones has the huge, huge slate-breaking ability because of the touch. Man, he, he just he, – he sees a sliver of that end zone, and he gets there. So Aaron Jones has the big upside. And Jamal Williams has the cheaper price, but he can get there too in the passing game, especially. So I like Green Bay. I like those four guys for Green Bay. You know, you 
they just all the touches are going to go to those three skill guys and and Aaron Rodgers is going to fling it around. I'm sure he's a little embarrassed about last week, so I'm sure he's going to have a big game. And for your Saquon question, uh, I have to say no. I'm, I'm going to – like, it's not like some of these matchups have been terrible. Some of these matchups have been good for him, and he can't get it going. And he hasn't gotten anything going. I mean, nothing going since the injury. So I got to think that that's playing a part in what's happening to him. Uh, you know, he, he came back very fast from a very severe injury. I, I just think that that's probably wearing on him right now, and he's just not able to do the things we expect him to do. Like when you're at that level of athleticism, what what makes you that much better than everybody else at this level, the NFL, is just the smallest, smallest margin. And him losing just a little bit because of an injury probably takes away a ton of that, uh, you know, separation from him and the other guys. So. As, the, as long as the injury is still in question for me, I can't play him. He's gotten like, what was it, 1.5 yards per carry over the last seven weeks or something like that, something terrible. So I'm going to pass on Saquon. Uh, if anything, Daniel Jones is an interesting option, cheap price. He's gotten – he gets weapons. You know, he's got Sterling Shepard back, Golden Tate's good. Maybe he gets Ingram back eventually here, and he's got the weapons to throw to, and he can run. So Daniel Jones is my sleeper pick this week. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. I just – I keep trying to make Saquon work, and it's not working. So you, you feel like you're invested sometimes. You continue to throw – the old throw the dollars in the furnace, Jeff, and that's me with Saquon. So uh, I like the Daniel Jones call, though. Just keep an eye on Golden Tate. Uh, is in the concussion protocol. We'll see uh, with Evan Ingram if he's able to return as well. But uh, if they're at full strength or even close, uh, I think that may be an interesting way to go here as they're likely playing from behind uh, as underdogs here at home. Uh, Derek, your thoughts here. I think there's a lot of interesting plays here, Packers and Giants. Yeah, I agree with Chop, uh, everything for the Packers. Uh, you know where the ball is going to go. It's going to go to Rodgers, Adams, Jones, Williams. Um, and then if you need a super sneaky play, uh, Lazard, since Adams has come back, he's had the second highest target share and the second highest air yard share. So at 3,700, I think you can add him to your MME pool. Uh, but for the Giants, I do like Saquon Barkley a little bit more than Chop. Uh, look, it's a great matchup, like you said, Beer. Um, he played on 97% of the snaps last week. He wasn't even on the injury report. They asked him about being shut down for the season, and he shut that down immediately. He said, the mindset of me sitting out the rest of the season is beyond me. I don't agree with it, and it's not going to happen. So, look, I like everything that he's saying. Um, I like that he's not on the injury report anymore. I know he hasn't been great, but he's been going up against the Bears and the Jets, two really good run defenses. So uh, 7,400 for a guy like that, I'll take some chances on him, uh, especially in this matchup. And if Tate ends up being out with that concussion, um, I don't mind looking to Slayton as kind of a, a GPP play as well. And that Slayton dude is good. I wish he would get more opportunities. So if you're in a dynasty league, I know it has nothing to do with DFS. I would be stashing that guy. So, uh, But Saquon, Derek, sounds like you're with me shoveling the dollars in. But Green Bay, 28th. DVOA against the run. So we mentioned the matchup here. I think it's only a matter of time before he has a big game. So uh, I will be on a lot of the Giants here. I'm going to take the Giants with the points as well. Six and a half is the spread. Look, I watch this team closely, and I don't think the Screen Bay Packer team is very good. I'm going to be honest with you. The record looks good, but uh, things could be a lot differently. They've been exposed a, a lot of weeks. So give me the Giants plus six and a half total at 45 and a half, Derek. You like either of those? <laughs> Bear, you're living the hedge life. I like it. Um, I got to, man. Got to. <laughs> like you said, if I bet on the Giants and my team wins, hey, it, it, it happens. Uh, as Chop so eloquently puts it, when you like all the guys for DFS, you like, got to like the over. So I'll take the over. Chop, same for you. 
Yeah, I think I'm going over here. I think I think we see some uh, some passing out of the Giants this week, and that propels us to the over. All right, next game, Philadelphia gets their chance here with the Miami Dolphins this week. So uh, a big question mark here, Carson Wentz. Obviously, we got to keep an eye on that, make sure he's healthy. But uh, if not, I, I think there's a lot of ways you can go with Philly here, obviously against Miami. The question is, what do we do on the other side? Fitzpatrick, look, he's battled. He's putting numbers on the board. He's going to Devontae Parker. I would leave the running game alone, but I think those two guys back in play against the secondary. So, Derek, your go here, Eagles and Dolphins. Yeah, it's kind of hard to break down the Eagles because everyone's hurt. I mean, Wentz has an injury. Howard, they don't know if he's going to be clear for uh, contact this week. Jeffrey, Aguilar, they're all banged up. So um, kind of just take a wait-and-see approach. I've played Miles Sanders back-to-back weeks. I've been let down back-to-back weeks. But he has played on 85% of the snaps the last two games. Opportunities have been there. Uh, You can't ask for a better matchup against Miami. So if he's out there with Howard out, then – I'll have a hard time not uh, going back to him a third straight week. Uh, both tight ends firmly in play. Uh, Goddard and Ertz, I think it's a great spot for them. And then any quarterback under 6K against the Dolphins is worth a look, especially someone as talented as Wentz. I know he's banged up a little bit, but uh, pretty much everyone for the Philly is going to be in play. And then for Miami, I just don't know what to do. Uh, Balage, you know, his snap count down to 38% last week, so it looks like it's going to be a timeshare with Laird and Gaskin moving forward. Fitz hasn't flashed a ton of upside, and he's only $400 cheaper than Wentz, so I would just rather, you know, play the other quarterback in this game. Uh, the one option that you can look to for Miami is Devontae Parker. Sixth in receiving yards over the last three weeks, 31 targets during that stretch. He's still only 5700 so you're getting a, you know, wide receiver one, price is a wide receiver two. And, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. All right, Chop, do you want to enter the, the Patrick Laird touting business? That was a big topic on Twitter here, so I don't know if you have an official statement here about Patrick Laird, but uh, that was a topic. But uh, what else you got here? I agree with Derek. Tough to handicap Philly uh, with all the injuries. But uh, Eagles, Dolphins, and Patrick Laird season for you, Chop. No, it is not Patrick <laughs> Laird. He, he was – he's just not even that good, period, much less having a – Splits. He's better than Balazs. I think we can give him that. I think <laughs> no, that's we all we can give him. But I think I, I'm not. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not really? even going to go that far. I, I mean, I think he's probably a better pass catcher. So maybe we get there on that route. But I, I can almost guarantee you, uh, he'd stick his head into the line and he'd he'd probably gain about the same yards per carry as Balazs. Neither one of them is very good. So I think I think uh, the De- Devontae Parker call is the way to go. So Devontae Parker is. He's Fitzpatrick's guy, man. Finally, somebody is uh, getting the ball to Parker, and I don't, I don't mind it. I don't mind that at all. I don't mind Fitzpatrick to Parker at all this week. Uh, on the flip side, so there's some, been some really odd disappointments that we didn't expect, you know, coming coming into this year. Like, if you were drafting best balls during the summertime or drafting season long or what have you uh, in August, like some things you just didn't see coming. One, one of them was, like, like I, I, I guess I'm going out on a limb now and saying the best ball shares of AJ Green didn't quite pay off for for no. a lot of guys, right? So even taking them at a discount. With I know, right? Here we here we are in like week. What is this? Twelve or thirteen? I don't know what 13. it is. Thirteen. Thirteen, and that guy, I'm shocked that he hadn't even stepped on the field. Like that's just. I thought it was going to be like first four weeks of the season, then we get him back and every thirteen weeks so far, and he's not even going to be on the field. So that's a big. That was a big disappointment. Carson Wentz is another one. I didn't see this coming. This I know he's had some wide receiver injuries, but good quarterbacks have gotten by and done well with less than this. So I don't. This was just he's just really stepped back these last couple of years. 
I mean, this would be the game for him, but yeah, now he's hurt for that. So I don't even know if we're going to get that out of him. I'm with you guys. It's hard to tout this team whenever they're, uh, we don't know who's going to be playing, who's not going to be playing. So if a backup quarterback is in there and we know it's not Nick Foles anymore, that's probably a hard pass on all that receiving receiving game for this for this team and they stick to Sanders and or whoever's the healthy running back is but it's hard to really give a definitive statement on Philadelphia as of right now when we don't know what's going to happen with the injuries could, could pull the siege to the, the backup quarterback move play some Josh McCown in some of the lineups <laughs> but I believe he's still the number two there so I mean, I wouldn't hate – the price is 5400 so it's not like you're getting him under five k or anything. But. I mean, it's only 400 less than your starter, Wentz. That's, and that's how bad Carson Wentz has been. He's been <laughs> the, bad, man. It, it has been ugly. So, I, I think McCon- you know, some of the pass catchers will be all right here. McConnell, a little revenge narrative. Pretty sure he played for Miami. Seems like dude played for every team. But uh, we'll see. Philly, I, I think, is a spot you can attack. We're just going to have to wait and see uh, how the injuries stack up. So, let's take a look at the line. Philly. Big favorites as expected, minus nine and a half chop, total sitting at 45 and a half. Oh, man. There, I mean, I can't. Wow. Nine on the road Whew. for a bad Philly team. What a bad Miami team, but a bad Philly team. This is just, this is it's blowing my mind. I can't even make a pick. I'm going to have to abstain. What's <laughs> with this abstaining shit? Come on. <laughs> lay them on the table, and I'm taking the damn oh, Dolphins. Here we go. You want to you lay you them go. on the table? Give me, give me the Dolphins to, to make a run here at home. Not quite a money line bet, uh, but I'll take the nine and a half. Derek, what do you got? Uh, give me the under. I thought you were going to abstain. With, with no confidence whatsoever. All right. Let's move on. Last one o'clock game for us. A rematch of Helmetgate, Cleveland and Pittsburgh going back at it. And uh, unfortunately, Mason Rudolph, they're going to protect him and put him on the sidelines. Devlin Hodges just announced the starting quarterback uh, for Pittsburgh as we were recording. So came in, you know, had a nice ball to James Washington, who did the majority of the work. So people were saying Devlin Hodges comes in, throws an 80-yard touchdown. Uh, Washington was the majority of that. But point is 5,100 here at home, divisional game. Uh, Cleveland, a couple good games in a row here, Derek. But tough matchup here on the road with Pittsburgh. So this this one feels like San Francisco-Baltimore, not that it's a Super Bowl showdown, but a game I want to be watching just to see if anything happens. But DFS-wise, I don't know that there's a lot here that I'm interested in. Yeah, it's a lot like that Niners-Ravens game other than we don't want to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to watch it or target it. So, uh, yeah, this one could be tough. Uh, if James Conner ends up being out, you can maybe look at Benny Snell. He ended up playing 50% of the snaps last week. Uh, Jalen Samuels has kind of been back to the pass catcher. Um, he's not really getting a lot of work in the running game. So uh, he could be interesting, and that's pretty much it for the Steelers. If you want to chase, you know, Washington or a cheap Deontay Johnson, uh, I suppose that's fine. I probably won't be going there. And then for Cleveland, I mean, I'm always fine taking a look at, you know, Odell Beckham in tournaments, but Jarvis Landry's pretty much played better than him the entire year. Again, last week, uh, Chubb and Hunter continuing to hurt each other's fantasy production. I know Chubb's still getting a lot of work, but uh, it always worries me. You never want a guy or a running back where, you know, if they get down to the one-yard line, you don't even know if he's going to be on the field. So uh, I don't really love anything here. Pittsburgh has one of the best defenses in the NFL. Uh, They're going to want revenge for what happened last time. So, yeah, I don't love this game. Think we see any brawls here, Chop? Or are they, these teams going to be warned? Don't oh. even try it. Think we get yeah, any, any yeah, extra there's no, activity? There's no way. There's no way. 
no way that they can have a brawl now. They'd get suspended for next year too. So I don't think that's going to happen. It's a uh, it's unfortunate. That's about the only thing that would have made us uh, this game worth worth watching is is, is if Mason Rudolph. Uh, what are, if they could if they could just reinstate Miles Garrett for this one game and, and then start Mason Rudolph, it might be watchable. Otherwise, this looks bad, man. Because like Derek said, Pittsburgh is uh, one of the best defenses in the NFL this year. So I don't have any interest in Cleveland. I, I had enough of watching Odell. Uh, try to do things against good defenses all year long. It hasn't happened. Yeah, he got lucky against Miami last week, the perfect matchup. But I don't trust him or Mayfield against a good defense, so I can take them off the list. His defense is good enough to probably contain Nick Chubb, who is now splitting time practically with Kareem Hunt, or they're in the same backfield a lot too. It's just taking, it's just taking some touches away from him every once in a while, it feels like. So I don't know if I want to go that route in Pittsburgh. That's just a, a a shit show on offense, man. I don't know, like, uh, with all the injuries, I just nobody I can pull the trigger on there. Nobody feels good. So, and, and I, you know, I got. Can I tell you, like, the the uh, stupidest thing I did in season long in my one season long league. I know you guys love the updates. Was I told you how I drafted? <laughs> I drafted Kamara over McCaffrey in that number two spot. That was I'll always regret that if I don't win the Super Bowl this year. But the second dumbest thing I did was this past week, I outsmarted myself and I started Vance McDonald over George Kittle. What oh, am I thinking? Boy. What oh, am I thinking? Cause, cause everybody was like, Oh, McDonald, he's got this old McDonald. He's got this, uh, he's got this great matchup and everybody's heard he's going to do. Yeah. I thought I outsmarted myself on that one. So it did. <laughs> no, yeah. One catch for one yard. Is that what yeah. you finished with? <laughs> That's pretty much what he did. And then I'm watching Kittle streak down the sidelines for a 61-yard touchdown. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I might have made a mistake there. But it happens. You live and you learn. You, you know, so I just this, – this this offense is terrible right now. So I don't want any Pittsburgh offense either. Did, did that cost you a W, I'm guessing? It actually did not. I got okay. lucky. All right. Well, I still pulled it out. But what points? So you could have added about 40 points yep. here. Totally. And that, that may come in handy. Still, I'm still like – Say, what's I the standings can't. looking like? Uh, I think I'm uh, on the verge. I'm I'm the last guy into the playoffs as of right now. So we'll have to see how it plays out. But all right, squeeze. I tell in, you, man. I you know, I'm so disappointed in myself. I would be a powerhouse if I had McCaffrey, man. Golly, it's so stupid. What was I thinking? I should have listened to Silva, man. Oh, that's always the answer. I should have listened man. to Silva for sure. All right, let's uh, make some picks here on the spread. We got uh, Pittsburgh. Hold on, lost my spot. Good, good podcasting here. Pittsburgh, where'd it go? Minus, no, Cleveland favored here. I'm surprised by that. Cleveland minus one and a half, 39 and a half total chop. Who man, this is a tough one. Yeah, man, I, I can't trust Cleveland anymore. So I'm going to take the under in this game. If I don't like a single player in fantasy, there's probably a chance that I don't think there's going to be many points scored. So I'm going to take the under. I am going to go old man under here as well. Uh, I think Pittsburgh's going to try to run the ball a lot, and that's favorable to an under. And in Cleveland, I just don't see them being successful against this defense. So I uh, can't bet on Devlin Hodges, but I will bet that Devlin Hodges is not very good and go with the under. Derek, what do you got? Uh, yeah, make it three for three. I'll go under as well. Three? Uh, that may be the first under sweep we've had all season long. So take that one to the bank. Cleveland, Pittsburgh, <laughs> under. All right, moving on to the 4 o'clock slate. We do have three games here this week, so a little bit better than last week. First one, Rams and Cardinals. Rams uh, coming off that beat down by Lamar Jackson. 
uh, Arizona coming off a bye, so should be healthy, fresh, ready to go here, Derek. So uh, I like Kyler Murray in this one. The, the Rams clearly couldn't stop Lamar Jackson. Uh, he is not Lamar Jackson, but a similar type player, mobile, uh, and has gotten better week by week. So uh, give me the the Murray to Christian Kirk stack here for the Cardinals. What do you got? Definitely don't mind Murray. Uh, he's a little more expensive than I'd like him to be. I'll probably just save and go with Foles or, you know, maybe spend up on Mahomes. But uh, I, don't, I don't mind him here. You, like you mentioned, he was just burned by Lamar Jackson. So certainly a decent spot. Uh, you can go to Christian Kirk. You know, Jalen Ramsey hasn't been great since uh, joining the Rams. So uh, he plays mostly outside anyway. Kirk runs a lot of his routes from the slot. So I like Kirk. And then just keep an eye on David Johnson. Um, in the game before their bye week, Drake played on 88% of the snaps. So um, if he doesn't look healthy, you know, throughout the week, you know, maybe we see another full workload for Kenyon Drake. He's only 5,600. Uh, maybe take a shot on him in tournaments. Now, for the Rams, pretty much everyone's in play. Um, they're going to be running a lot of plays against one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. So uh, I know Goff hasn't been great on the road, but he has been good in very bad or very easy matchups. Uh, so I like Goff. I can pair him up with Woods, Cooks, Cup, uh, pretty much any of them. All three of them are cheaper than we've seen pretty much all year. So, yeah, give me the passing game. Uh, I know Todd Gurley continues to play a bunch of snaps, but uh, I just continue. I don't know. I'm, I'm never on the right side of Gurley, so with me fading him, uh, everybody might want to load up on him. There you go. Time to go back to Gurley, Chop. I, I can't do it. I mean, this guy is just – I think we had our time in the sun with Gurley, and that time has come to an end. But do you ever think you'd see David Johnson, 4,600 on DraftKings? So – I don't know what's going on there. Drake's been the guy. Edmonds may be back. So I, I can't get excited about that, even at a, at a bargain price. So running back's tough here to, to pull the trigger. But, again, Kyler Murray for me. Chop, what do you think here, Rams or Cardinals? Um, these two running backs in this game are along one of the many disappointments I was talking about earlier. Like the year's been filled with weird. Gurley, just, he just – it was – I think it's a long-term thing, and I don't think we'll ever see Gurley back the same the same as he was before whatever injury this flared up on him. So I think those days have passed. And David Johnson, yeah, like coming into this year, I thought absolutely was going to dominate in this offense. And, you know, he's been anything but that. He's, uh, he's shown at times this year he's lost a lot of athleticism, and the athleticism is what made him so great there for that two-year stretch. Uh, when he was young, fresh out of college. So these running backs, man, once they take a certain number of hits, and for every one of them it's different, but once they take that that final hit that just saps all their athleticism out of them, they are done. And I think David Johnson may be done, as is Todd Gurley. So disappointment city, but the Rams offense in general, huge disappointment this year. You can definitely fire off some of the passing game. I would imagine this is going to be their best spot left this year. I mean, what else can you do here? You got your receivers are going to be healthy. Uh, I would think Cooper Cup could finally have a good game here. He's been terrible for about three or four weeks now in a row, but golf has been terrible. That's why Cooper Cup's not been good. So Cooper Cup maybe finally has a good game here on the flip side, Arizona. It's going to be a tough one. Don't trust the running game. Don't trust Christian Kirk. I don't know. I, I got a feeling that he's the guy that would see the shadow coverage from Jalen Ramsey. So I don't know why would you why would you stick Ramsey on Larry Fitzgerald, man? So I don't know if I trust the receivers there. Maybe just Kyler Murray by himself running. Maybe he runs for a hundred yards this week. This is a tough game right here. Yeah, don't forget tight ends against Cardinals. So Gerald Everett uh, could be an option for you, kind of in that middle range as well. So uh, don't hate that play at all. All right, we have. 
Man, this this thing keeps shutting down on me here. Let me let me find the game here. Rams minus three, 47 and a half on the total, Chop. Uh, man, let me see. Rams. How can the Rams be favored right now? I, I got to take That's Arizona. I got to take Arizona. Yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals and the points. I mean, they've been playing better lately. They were competitive with at San Francisco for a while. Uh, coming off a bye, the Rams, they're pretty much swirling the drain. So uh, I think after getting thumped by Baltimore, uh, they go in Arizona and lose this one. I think the Cardinals win, but I'll take them plus three. Derek, what do you think? I like that call, but I'll take the over. Uh, I always like to take the over in games where I expect both uh, teams to be passing a lot. All right, speaking of overs here, 51 and a half on our next game, Oakland and Kansas City. So Oakland uh, coming off a drubbing by the Jets is never good, but uh, maybe a decent rebound spot here in a game. Uh, they're obviously going to have to score some points in. We get Patrick Mahomes back on the main slate for the first time in a while here, Chop. So Highest total we have uh, should be some fireworks who's standing out to you as some must-play options. Yeah, I guess, uh, man, I haven't read a whole lot about Tyreek since they had a bye week, and I'm a little worried. I'm not going to lie. a little worried about those, those type of muscle injuries that, that he had uh, that caused him to leave the game last time out. So I don't know if he'll be 100%. He needs that speed. So uh, I definitely want to play some Mahomes. I definitely, I definitely want to play some Damian Williams. I think he has a strong game here. And then I'm where I'm worried about Tyreek, so maybe I stick with Kelsey. But these guys are all in play against this Oakland poor poor secondary. So all that Kansas City passing game is fine uh, for Oakland. I think you can. I think you could fire up any. I think Josh Jacobs is in a fine spot this week. I think Tyrell Williams is in a good spot. Darren Waller, maybe he finally gets back on track. This is definitely the matchup to do it when you're playing catch up against Kansas City's offense. And, uh, you know, Tyrell hasn't had a, a big week in a while. I think Tyrell maybe gets, gets, gets it going this week. Yeah, I mean, Oakland, I think, bounce back spot. I love Jacobs here. Tough, tough matchup last week against the Jets. have been very good against the run. Uh, a great matchup here as long as he stays involved in the passing game. But guy I really like here, Travis Kelsey, Derek, uh, just owns this team. Uh, his best game of the year came against Oakland earlier in the season. Uh, whether Tyreek's in or not, uh, Kelsey always seems to play well against Oakland. And then – Keep an eye on the, on the Kansas City running backs. Williams questionable, McCoy questionable. Uh, Daryl Williams is back in the mix. So I think there'll be value for somebody, whoever it is in that backfield. Uh, just got to keep an eye on the injury report. But all the Kelsey for me, Derek, what do you got? Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Uh, as far as the backfield, it's hard to trust any of them. You know, Damian Williams kind of established himself as RB1 and then struggled uh, in that first quarter in their last game. McCoy came in, scored the touchdown. So he was getting more snaps, and then Damian Williams got hurt. So I don't really want to trust any of them. I know the price point's nice. I know the matchup's great. Um, but unless one of them's out, if Williams or McCoy's out, then I'll play the other one. But if not, then I'll probably avoid it. Love Mahomes. Um, you can play him every week. Uh, don't mind looking at Tyreek, Sammy Watkins. Kelsey, like you mentioned, just uh, crushes this team every time he faces them. His price point is a bit restrictive on DraftKings. It's 7,200. Um, definitely a better play over on FanDuel, 7,100. So I'd probably get my exposure to him over there. And then for the Raiders, Derek Carr, man, really struggled against the Jets. Had to have his brother step up for him and uh, talk trash on Twitter. That was pretty embarrassing. Uh, He's supposed to be a teacher, and then he didn't even get the right uh, grammar or whatever. Uh, That was pretty funny. But um, 
I think it's a good bounce back spot for, for him to get going. Uh, like you mentioned, it's a great matchup for Jacobs, but I just don't know if they're going to be able to lean on the run uh, too long in this one. They are 10-point underdogs. So I'll go to Carr. I'll go to Tyrell Williams. You know, Hunter Renfro was eating into his target share. He's out now, so that should open things up. Then Darren Waller, um, great spot for him. KC, 28th in schedule-adjusted fantasy points allowed to tight ends this season. All right, Derek, we got 9.5 on the line, 51.5 on the total. I will take the Chiefs. This one's tough. I'm not going to abstain like you guys and be a, be a wuss <laughs> and not make a pick here. I just Kansas City, I want to go over, but Kansas City generally does pretty well at home holding teams down. I'll go the Chiefs as well. Uh, I think the Raiders, after taking one thumping, uh, come back and take another. So give me the Chiefs. Chuck, what do you got? Yeah, it's too, it's too many points for me. So I'm going to take the over. Over it is. All right, last game here on the main slate, Chargers and Broncos. Uh, 425 start here, Chargers, small road favorites here. Derek, finish this off here. Uh, two teams, uh, again, another interesting game, but uh, kind of a low total here, 38 and a half. So how much DFS expo- exposure do you want in this one? Yeah, this one's pretty ugly. You know, after uh, Philip Lindsay, you know, played on 64% of the snaps in week 11. It was back to a 50-50 split in week 12. Uh, and he disappointed in that good matchup last week anyway. So tough to trust them. I mean, you can always play him uh, like in the afternoon slate because they are both cheap, Lindsay and Freeman. Uh, it's a pretty good matchup as well. Chargers are 27th in DVOA against the run. So I'm fine with them, but uh, not core plays for me. The passing game just continues to get hurt by Brandon Allen. He's just not any good. So uh, hard for me to trust Sutton. Uh, Patrick didn't do much. He's still 3K, so if you want to look at him, that's fine. Uh, Noah Fant has been Allen's favorite target, um, or one of them anyway. So I think there's some okay pieces for Denver, but it is a really low implied total. And then for the Chargers, tough spot for them. The Denver defense is really playing well. Chargers pretty much eliminated from the playoffs now. So I don't really know what I want to do uh, with the Chargers. Probably just going to be an avoid for me. My favorite play would be Hunter Henry, but he's really expensive. Yeah, I mean, that that's the guy I'm looking at as well. But, again, if I'm in that range, I'm probably finding a way to get to Kelsey. But uh, Henry, for me, the Denver side of things, I mean, Sutton's been solid, but the Chargers have been pretty good against number one receivers. They get Derwin James back, so that, that's going to make it even harder. Oh, Derwin James is coming back? Yes, he is. So it's going to make it tough on any offense through the passing game or the running game. So Denver, I'm staying away from. Uh, like you mentioned, the quarterback not been very good. Chargers, uh, Keenan Allen as Chris Harris, uh, that's tough matchup. So maybe it's the secondary pieces there, the Mike Williams uh, and the Hunter Henrys of interest. But really, unless I'm playing the afternoon slate, uh, I'm probably just staying away from this game. Chop, finish this off here. Last game, Chargers and Broncos. Well, I didn't know Derwin James was coming back. That's – sheesh. I love it. I love it. Fire me. I'm going to have to pick up my Chargers in my season long. I can I can fade Denver now completely, 100%. I can fade Denver, feel good about it. Chargers coming off of a little extra, extra rest here. Give me give me some Chargers players. Uh, Denver's run defense is good enough to probably contain Melvin Gordon a little bit, so I'd probably focus on Keenan and Big Mike Williams. One of them will have a good match. Probably Keenan will get the better matchup. Right, I got I got as Chris Harris been traveling into the slot. I don't even know. So he's uh, been he's been pretty much shadowing for for the yeah. most part. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's done a pretty well, good job. I'll do some, I'll down. do some more research. Whoever draws Chris Harris is is the guy who would most likely fade. But then again, that was supposed to be John Brown last week, and Brown Brown got there on a touchdown at the end. It just happens sometimes. So 
Yeah, I'll probably lean towards Keenan Allen at this point in time because uh, Mike Williams is perpetually at the top of the buy low air yards model. He just can't get off of there because he can't score a touchdown. So give me the passing game here, though. Hunter Henry, all these guys, I like I like these guys in the passing game. All right, last spread pick we got here, minus two and a half for the Chargers. Again, total sitting at 38 and a half, Chuck. Uh, yeah, I just coming off the bye week, I, don't, I give me the Chargers. I'm going Chargers as well. One of those, I just think they're the better team. Uh, Denver, frustrating there with them. Uh, I just don't think they have the talent to, to compete here. So I'll go with the Chargers as a small road favorite. Derek, what do you got? Yeah, Chargers as well. Uh, more rested team and more talented team at this point. All right. That'll wrap us up for the analysis for week 13 on the main slate. Running out of weeks here, boys. So final thoughts here for the people. Uh, Chop, what do you got? Yeah, so uh, we're, we're, we're blowing past the Thanksgiving weekend, that extravaganza. So that, that means we're wrapping up college football next week. And that means the season's coming down, man. Won't be long for the NFL playoffs are here. So uh, enjoy it while you got it. I know you're sitting back right now listening to this, eating some leftovers from Thanksgiving. Just remember, as always, as a uh, very wise man once said, I like my desserts neutered. Please keep the nuts away from all my desserts and pies, okay? Thank you very much. That is a horrible take. I like the joke and all, but, man, pecan yeah. pie. Pecan pie. Oh, you're just, yeah, I, just, I was just oh. watching. Yeah, it just triggered me when I saw Al Smizzle on Twitter talk about the pecan pie. That's what triggered me, man. Yeah, that's pecan, pecan of all the – of all the nuts you can make a pie out of, that's got to be the nut low. Pecan is very, very low on the nut I mean, ranking. Pecans taste like shit just eating them alone, no doubt. But you put yeah, it in a pie. It's that, it's that it's, goo, the glaze. I know it's the goo. goo so, why, man, if they made it a cashew pie with that goo, I might think <laughs> no, about it because no, cashew, cashews are the top of the uh, the top of the top nut chart did, right did there. Did we just invent a new pie? Oh, man. <laughs> I, Somebody I, get I, on I, that. So, you got to make it with the same goo, but instead of pecans, oh. you put cashews. Oh, oh that actually sounds pretty good. All right. Somebody <laughs> bake one of those and send it to my house, please. And uh, we'll give you some swag or something, but that sounds uh, good. So, ah, uh, getting the big man excited here talking pies. Derek, what do you got here? Final thoughts, week 13. Oh, yeah, I can't top that. But um, thanks to everyone that uh, left us a review on iTunes. I have those all tallied. I'm going to write them down, have my son pick one out for the uh, the prize for uh, the little giveaway that we're having. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. And my hot tape of the week, Saquon Barkley, 150 yards, two touchdowns. Bam. Well, I like it. Against my Packers. You had to get that last jab in there, didn't you? Didn't you, Derek? <laughs> I like it. Good call there. Uh, but I echo your sentiments. Hope everybody had a Thanksgiving, a great Thanksgiving uh, with your family, friends, football. We appreciate you listening. As always, good luck here in week 13. We'll be back, as always, next week talking week 14. For Notorious, for Head Chopper, I am Beer saying salut. Best of luck this week, guys, and we'll see you next week.